Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by SEO Samba, comprehensive high-performing marketing solutions for mature and emerging franchise brands. To supercharge your franchise marketing, go to seosamba.com. That's S-E-O-S-A-M-B-A dot com. Welcome to Franchise Marketing Radio. Today's episode is brought to you in part by the Business Radio X Studio Partner Program, equipping franchisors to help franchisees dominate their local market. To learn more about serving your market and growing your business, go to mybrxstudio.com. Lee, this is going to be a fantastic segment. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast, President with Mosquito Joe, Mr. Lou Shager. Good morning, sir. Hi, Lee. Thanks for uh, connecting. How are you doing? Uh, we are doing great over here. Uh, Lou, before we get too far into things, tell us about Mosquito Joe. How are you serving folks? Well, we provide protection against mosquitoes, ticks and fleas, and other pests, primarily serving residential homes right now. So at the end of the day, we're bringing a greater quality, quality of life for families across the country and, and also in the back of the mind of, of families providing a barrier and additional protection against vector-borne diseases, things that can come up and, and, and get you, whether it's um, West Nile virus, Triple E, or a Lyme disease from a tick. Now, um, how did the, the Mosquito Joe story begin? How did the business start? Sure. Uh, 2010, four guys in Virginia Beach area put backpack sprayers on and uh, tried out of the business here locally and found that it was really catching on. Number one, it caught on because it works. And number two, it was a market that people really didn't know much about. They didn't know that you could actually protect, uh, you know, people usually thought of lathering themselves with off and some kind of a product to protect themselves against mosquito bites. So uh, in 2012 and 2013, they sought out some investment money and they approached an entrepreneur locally, and he took that idea and actually bought the company and began franchising in 2013. And so we've gone from the original territory in 2013 as Mosquito Joe, rebranded, bright, bold colors, fun taglines. Uh, if you look at the back of my business card, it says, stop smacking yourself in the face. Uh, we kind of keep it light and uh, family-oriented. And bringing us up to today, we are now part of a neighborly company. We joined Neighborly in August of 2018, looking for a strategic partner. As you know, Neighborly is the largest franchise or for service brands around the country, essentially seeking to own a home with Mr. Handyman, Molly Maid, a variety of other uh, brands, but Mosquito Joe's happy to be a part of them. So standing today, servicing 38 states in 2020 with approximately 340 territories around the country. We're really excited to help the community, especially during this trying time of uh, what we're seeing uh, as we are considered an essential business for public health reasons. Now, what about your backstory? Uh, have you always been involved in franchising? You know, I uh, my background is primarily uh, military. I served in the Navy for 27 years, primarily in Fighter aviation, I flew F-14s and then F-18s. Fortunate to go to through Top Gun, commanded an F-18 squadron. My last job was as commanding officer of Naval Air Station Oceana, which is one of the largest air stations in the country. And uh, I can tell you the first 24 years of my Navy career, I was the recipient of customer service. The last three, 
I was a provider of customer service as the committing officer of Oceana, and I learned a lot. And during that time, connected with a lot of friends in the franchising world, including those at Mosquito Joe, and that really spurred my interest. And so I've been, uh, this is my fourth season with Mosquito Joe, but I really uh, am I'm grateful to have the military, military background and relationships that help form the way I approach work here. Now, when you were in the military, uh, did you foresee this as part of your journey, is getting involved in business at some point in this kind of an entrepreneurial venture? I did. I did. You know, the traditional route for someone like me would be going into the airlines, flying for American or FedEx, or joining Boeing, uh, helping out with one of the defense contractors. I really didn't want to move in that direction. I, I really had an entrepreneurial spirit, and when I learned more and more about Mosquito Joe and what my uh, friends were doing, and we were a customer uh, of Mosquito Joe, I really uh, spurned my interest. And I love the mission behind Mosquito Joe. It's really easy to follow. I mean, I think bringing a greater quality of life to families is a, is a pretty noble cause while also protecting against infected-borne diseases, but also making dreams come true for entrepreneurs around the country. Those two added up make it uh, a real pleasure and a, and a privilege to, to serve as the president of Mosquito Joe. Now, what's a day in the life like for a Mosquito Joe franchisee? Well, it's seasonal, and we feel strongly that that's part of the uh, one of the allures of joining Mosquito Joe, a seasonal business where um, you could generate uh, nice revenue during the season. Some are year-round. Some South Florida, Texas, and Southern Alabama can be year-round, but generally it's seasonal. So as the season ramps up, which is right around now, the marketing kicks in, and the calls start coming in and our technicians will go and jump in their bright yellow and, and green vans and, and service customers throughout the country. So a typical day is probably, you know, each technician, each van servicing between 18 and 25 customers and seeing each of those, you know, working five days a week and having the office manager really, we really, really pride ourselves on uh, the customer service element where we we kind of coined the, the thought that we are uh, in the customer relationship business that happens to be providing mosquito control and that service well. Now, for the um, the person that's a franchisee, is this something that they do? You, uh, like them to be owner operator, or is this something that's absentee that they just have to kind of write a check and install the right manager, and then this thing kind of works by itself? How do, how does that work? Yeah, great question. Generally, generally, most of our franchisees are owner operators and, and we feel those are the most successful. They really get in and, and understand the, um, integrated pest management trade and, and, and specialty as well as learning the office skills and business skills. And so it's not uncommon that we have families, uh, join because number one, they, they can work out of the home, save, save on operating expenses for the first couple of years as they grow. But generally speaking, we see those that, um, as they learn the business, and maybe in year two, three, four, or five, uh, as, as they continue to grow, they can step back and, and hand over the hand over the reins to uh, an office manager, an operations manager. That's that's where we've seen the most success. Now, uh, does Mosquito Joe offer an opportunity to kind of build an empire in their community to take over more and more properties and install, um, you know, kind of managers or general managers and take over an area? Or is it primarily like they just buy one area and then that's kind of a lifestyle business or kind of a, a minimal upside, but a, a very strong community presence? No, good, 
good question, Lee. We find uh, the average owner in Mosquito Joe ha- owns about two, just over two territories. So it's really common to, to have multiple territories to grow uh, the business. At the end of the day, it is a very simple, straightforward business. doesn't mean it's, you don't have difficult days, but our franchisees that have done well really, really connect with the local community, you know, wearing their bright green and, and yellow colors around the neighborhoods, connecting with local, whether it's ball teams or B&Is or chambers. We find that our franchisees that do well really make a personal connection with the community, providing, you know, free services for the community park parade, for example. And so I think there's great enjoyment that our franchisees see as they, as they connect with the community and generate revenue for, for, for themselves. Now, in the evolution of the businesses, is something that, like you said, that the initial uh, person that was dealing with this problem, the challenge of mosquitoes or bugs, they were thinking, let me just protect myself individually by putting on, you know, whatever spray or lotion or whatever. And then this kind of mindset shift to say, okay, I can kind of create a barrier around my home. Uh, did that take a lot of education or is this now people kind of accept this as this is another way to deal with this challenge? You know, we find ourselves always educating the consumer. Even, as I mentioned, in 2014 when I became a customer, you know, while still in the Navy, um, I, I didn't know how it worked and became a believer and we haven't missed a service since and I haven't gotten bothered by a mosquito ticker flea in my backyard or a property stand. So it is a continual education process, and we think that's even kind of shows to where the market is going. This is becoming a service that generally people who may also have lawn care, they also get mosquito control, but uh, in a downturn, usually the dad's going to cut the lawn or, or someone in the house is going to cut the lawn, and they're not going to get rid of the mosquito control service because that's something they really can't do. And and we provide that quality of life as well as protection against vector-borne diseases. So it is an education process, continually educating the consumer because it is uh, it is still new and we're still growing around the country. So there's some areas that we haven't um, gotten into. In fact, we're just opening up in Nebraska for the first time this year in California and Utah. So, again, the education process will continue. Now, from the consumer standpoint, is this something that happens weekly, monthly? Um, like what? how many times during the season does it take to kind of be effective? Most effective is every three weeks we'll come out and provide the service. The technicians are trained to take a look uh, and inspect the property each time, look for things like sources. And mosquitoes love to hide and even a, a thumb, thumb cap of water can house hundreds of mosquito eggs and, and, and launch 100 mosquitoes and they cycle every, you know, up to 14 days. So that can be it can be a real problem uh, until we get it under control, but then that every three-week process maintains that continuity of controlling the mosquito and taking flea population well. We also have some natural options. We are coming up with new products uh, all the time. We have an entomologist on staff, and so that is becoming more and more of interest to our customers, and so we have a variety of botanical oils and other uh, natural protectors as well. So those are becoming more and more popular. Now, what does the franchisee do when it's out of season? What do you recommend? Well, some, yeah, some just recharge their batteries. You know, they, 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 they take a break. Some are people that join Mosquito Joe. They, they're looking for an opportunity where they can own their own business, grow something, maybe hand it off to their family or children or, uh, and, and continue to grow. But up, the beauty of it is they, they, there's some downtime, significant downtime for some. And um, we have a, usually have our big convention 
during that off season, and that's always a lot of fun. And I've never seen more effective best practices sharing in my life than at our convention. We just have wonderful, down-to-earth, motivated, as we call it, passionate, hungry, and driven franchisees that connect. At corporate, we're, we're, we're training during that time as well. The training season for new franchisees begin in October and lasts through generally April, March or April. So we're always um, at corporate renewing products, renewing uh, protocols and training and the franchisees are sharing best practices and, and, and ramping up and learning and getting ready for the, for the new season as well. Now, when you, when a franchisee launches, I'm sure there's some things that the uh, corporate does as a brand to help them, you know, let the, the community know they exist. But what's the recommended way that a franchisee should be kind of interacting with the community on a regular basis so they do stay top of mind and move the service from a nice to have to a must have? Right. It's, it's, it's really, we, we, we preach to evangelize the business 24-7, 365. You know, the bright yellow van that, that we use, uh, and the bright bold colors, we invite our franchisees, especially when they, when they first start up, is to, if you're going to the grocery store, bring the van. Uh, if you're going to out to eat, bring the van and, and where, you, where you're stopping. Our, our logo is Mosquito Joe. It's, it's, it's often mistaken for a restaurant. They're like, oh, what is that? Is that a tequila bar or <laughs> where, and we're like, no, but it's a good, it's a good conversation starter. And at corporate, we have a strong marketing team. Uh, we have, um, a variety of, of marketing materials that really push uh, the brand out there. And we have franchise business coaches that provide, um, regular coaching. We have a sure start coordinator to get those new franchisees up and running. And, and that support continues. We have weekly conference calls. Uh, especially during the season and connect with all the franchisees to see what's working, what's not, some new marketing advice. So it is at the end of the day, like most businesses, uh, it is a national franchise, but we want the consumer in their local area to feel like it's a homegrown local company because you know the family that runs Mosquito Joe, you know their kids, they go to the same school as you do. And that really, that connecting point really makes a difference. And so those that have had success, and Mosquito Joe have, um, we've seen, we've seen them really take that to heart. Now, is this a business that requires kind of a lot of ubiquity when it comes to marketing? Is it something that corporate has to do a lot of online or digital, uh, local marketing? Or is it something that a good franchisee that's active in the community can get enough business just from word of mouth and their own kind of reputation? We've grown significantly since we started in 2013. And part of that is, uh, based on the marketing materials that we have our franchisees uh, required. Part of it is a, a direct mail program uh, emboldened by and surrounded by a, a digital offering. We have a, a digital team that closely monitors uh, search engine optimization. We've got some marketing person who handles the social media piece of it, uh, a marketing manager who's really well-versed on all things digital, so really enveloping each franchisee with a variety of, of marketing options and opportunities to um, to enhance their footprint in their local community. And since joining Neighborly, which has got you know 30, about 500 other franchisees and 13, 14 other brands around the country, that helps too because we're leveraging the power and the um, the good reputation of Neighborly with all the other brands in these communities. Again, each home. We like to think that uh, the neighborly brands would like to own that home 
and provide any service that that family could need in any any time of the year, whether it's plumbing or HVAC issues or electrical issues. Uh, there's a service in neighborly that can provide it, and we're the outdoor prep uh, experts. Right. I would imagine that it gives you great synergy and great economies of scale when it comes to kind of creating that relationship with the homeowner that can then be leveraged across multiple brands. That's right. That's right. Exactly. So now any advice for somebody considering, you know, maybe franchising as a kind of a path for them in their journey uh, through their career and maybe specifically to somebody that's a veteran like you that came from a military background that is thinking about uh, franchising as a way as their next step? Yeah, I think veterans and folks who come from a military background uh, do very well because it is, it's process oriented. Franchising is um, adopting a system that is a, a proven model and um, following the, the, that process, but also providing feedback and input. And I think those veterans with an entrepreneurial spirit can really, really excel because they'll uh, be shy and provide feedback to the franchisor. So I think I'd encourage any veterans to, to consider a franchising opportunity. And whether you're a veteran or not, I think when you're considering a franchise opportunity, to just evaluate a couple things. One of them, what are your, what are your personal and professional goals? Next one would be, I mean, what are your likes and dislikes? Do you like being outdoors? Do you like being in the community and, and, and interacting with customers and, and traveling a little bit within the local community? That might be something that, um, is, a, and is, is it someone that might be interested in Mosquito Joe or if someone is, uh, uh, another another big factor, of course, is is how much money do they have for that initial investment? You know, if you're going into a brick and mortar fast food place, it's going to be certainly a lot more than what you'd have for uh, a Mosquito Joe service that starts out of the home. So, a lot of lot of factors go into it, but there's plenty of opportunities out there, and I know the neighborly brands provide a pretty robust selection of services around the home if anyone's interested. Now, um, what are some red flags for you when it comes to a franchisee? What are some maybe philosophical kind of red flags that you're like, you know what, this isn't going to be the right fit if they have these certain kind of beliefs or this type of uh, expectations? Well, I think someone who's looking to make a million bucks in their first year, right? I think sometimes you, you see that come across where our franchisees or anyone starting their business needs to have strategic business patience and understand that following the process is the best way to to establish the foundation with which your business can grow and be healthy and sustain the ups of the economy and the downs of the economy, something that we're seeing right now. So I think that's one of the biggest ones. You know, someone who who's looking to try to make a quick buck is just it's just probably not the right fit in in any franchising um, system. Now, uh, can you share maybe a success story, somebody that's a franchisee now that um, really has uh, kind of made their way and is really making an impact in their community and there's a sense of pride organizationally from that? Yeah, well, our franchisee of the year is uh, Dennis and Melissa Stein up out of Long Island, and uh, they've done a wonderful job of connecting with the community there in New York. Their technician, one of their technicians was our Mosquito Joe Technician of the Year as well, and uh, having a chance to meet him personally this last winter, as well as uh, seeing what Dennis and Melissa have done. They've really connected with the community. They're always thinking um, out of the box to how to improve not only Mosquito Joe for Long Island, but Mosquito Joe franchisees for the country. They're always willing to share their best practices. So they've really done a wonderful job. 
and setting the example and looking for innovative ways to grow the business that the rest of the system can uh, can leverage. So yeah, Dennis and Melissa have really done. It. And again, I can probably I can I can name fifty, but uh, in the absence of time, um, Dennis and Melissa stand out as our franchisee of the year. Now, uh, what do you uh, got planned looking forward? Uh, this year, obviously, is going to have its own challenges, but uh, beyond this, sure. once we get through this, uh, what are you looking to do to uh, create growth for not only for the brand, but also for the individual franchisees? Are there different offerings uh, on the roadmap? Is there um, kind of different? Uh, you, expect, uh, you said that you were expanding into other uh, maybe newer markets, but what's on the roadmap looking ahead? Yeah, we are, we're making a conscious and deliberate effort to grow out west while filling in the white space uh, that remains uh, on the east and in the Midwest and in the south. So uh, we're excited for California and Utah and continuing to grow uh, in those areas as well as Nebraska. Um, as far as our strategic vision, we're proud to be a part of the Environmental Protection Agency's Pesticide Environmental Stewardship Program, PESP, and something that very few Test companies really jump in with full feet like we are. It is a five-year program, but it's it's a way that we're engaging with the industry as well as with our consumers as a thoughtful provider of pest control and really going into an integrated pest management mindset. And we know that in today's day and age where uh, many of our consumers are considering greener offerings, we are certainly doing that and stepping up our our offerings. And we know that in doing so, we are hearing our, what our consumer, what our customers are asking for. And so that's a, an exciting opportunity for Mosquito Joe as we, as we continue to grow around the country that not only are we providing uh, protection, but we're doing it in a very thoughtful, uh, thoughtful way that's considering the environment as well as uh, the care for families and, and their, um, and their pets. Good stuff. Well, if somebody wanted to learn more and have more substantive conversation about being a franchisee, or learning about the Mosquito Joe maybe in their uh, own community, what is uh, the coordinates? Uh, MosquitoJoeFranchise.com. That would be the best way they can reach out and um, get a hold of us anytime. I would really look forward to talking to anyone who's interested. We have a great franchise development team, and they can guide you through the process. And there are territories opening up around the country now. Uh, congratulations on the growth and congratulations on the journey. It sounds like you've led quite the exciting life and this is, uh, there's a lot of, uh, room for growth for the brand and this partnership with Neighborly seems like that's paying off as well for, uh, the Neighborly folks and Mosquito Joe franchisees. Yeah, you're right, Lee. It's, um, it's an exciting time moving forward and thinking uh, years ahead. But, uh, as you mentioned, uh, right now, it's it's a little bit challenging, but we will get through this and, and be stronger uh, on the other side. And that's where that military background comes in. There's uh, <laughs> you got to control what you can control. Right, that's right. Well, thank you again. Uh, one more time, the website. It's mosquitojoefranchise.com. All right, Lou Shager, Mosquito Joe. Thank you for sharing your story. Lee, thanks for the time, and have a great day. All right, this is Lee Cantor for Stone Payton. We will see you all next time on Franchise Marketing Radio.